ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Many people ask me, how can I read my customer's mind? If you're in sales, of course, that's the crucial skill. If you can learn how to read your customer's mind, you know what they're thinking of, and then you know and you learn how to handle it and, of course, (laughs) close more deals. So in today's podcast, it's all about how to speak the language of your client's mind. I'll share some secrets with you. My name is Alan Meyer. I'm a host of the podcast Sales is Easy. And that's the place where we try to demystify the sales process and really help you make sales easy. So let's dive in. How to speak the same language of your customer's mind. Let me start you with, with this introduction. Let's start with this introduction. There are three sensory channels your potential clients use to represent their experience. Five senses. That's nothing new, right? But in sales... There are three major sensory channels that your clients use to understand what's happening. They use eyes, ears, and emotions slash touch. So all of your clients, they make sense of their experience in words, and they use the visual element, auditory, ears or hearing, and kinesthetic, emotions, touch, and bodily sensations. Why I'm saying all of this, no matter where you are in the world, all of our memories, our imagination, our current experience are made up of elements of the representational system. I call this triple E representational system. Most of us use one system more than the others, and this shows up in the words that we use. Let me go step back. From 7 billion people in the world, if you move tomorrow to Mongolia, Japan, you pick the country, you know... We all have the same senses. Doesn't matter the religion that uh, we observe. Doesn't matter the, the skin color or country we belong to. All human beings have these senses. And all our experience from day we were born until today, we generalize, we try to understand what's happening through our schooling process, through our life, to try to understand the experiences. And then we describe our experience by the words that we are using. And each of us has the dominant words, sensory words that we are using. Let me just cut it short. Uh, it's all about this triple E representational system. In your During your schooling process, your teachers were showing something for you on the screen, on, on actually on the board, they were writing something. You, was, you saw that, they were telling you something and you were doing something. So if you ask anybody who's attending teacher's college, and I spoke with some people in Europe and in North America about that, who are teachers, becoming teachers, who are starting to become teachers, and it's still these three major things that we try to cover. Most people today, over 55% of world population is more visual than anything, which means they represent what's happening to them by visual words. And we salespeople, we need to listen out for the dominant sensory words, what your customer is saying. 
and then we speak the same language from the same representation, representational system when we reply to them. So in our case, if you use visual words to a visual person, it's easier for them to understand because they don't have to translate from another system. So let me go step by step and explain all of these three major parts of Tripoli representational system. Now, sensor number four and five, smell that we all uh, have. That's really uh, hard to, you know, say, say something fishy in this deal, but people really use smell or taste to describe their experiences in a business world or in life. It's uh, If you're in a cigar world or wine world, of course, you have to develop a, a sense of smell and taste more uh, better than the average person. But 99% of world population using three major representational systems to describe their experiences. So they will tell you, they will talk about it. So that's your ears or hearing. They will describe the visual and they will show you things. They need to see it. And of course, they need to be involved, engaged. They will even talk about their emotions and touch and bodily sensations. Let's start with the first one. And this is all about to continue building on gaining rapport because you are sounding like the other person. You speak their language, so to say. doesn't matter what original language you speak. If you speak Japanese or German or French or Spanish or English, it's very similar. Ask your colleagues who speak or somebody who speaks the foreign language and you will see the correlation between the representational systems and description of how they are doing, uh, how they're describing their experience. So let's dive in the, in, into the first E. First E is for the eye or visual representation. So we need to pay attention and listen to our prospects to hear if they use words like picture, clear, sight, see, light, or focus, vision, outlook, preview. And they use also visual phrases like it appears to me beyond the shadow of a doubt, in light of, in view of, it looks like to me. And then once we recognize this, then we want to match their people, their, their, their phrases. So we need to use the same language preference. If somebody says, for example, looks like we would like to do etc, 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 then we need to respond with a visual expression such as, let me show you what needs to be done. Why we do this? If you use visual words with the visual person, it's easier for them to understand because they simply don't have to translate from another world, from another system. This is how we gain rapport and maintain rapport. We sound more like the other person and therefore we become more familiar. It's so simple. And of course, if you want to influence a visually minded customer, remember 55% of world population is more visual than anything. Then we need to use graphs, pictures, videos, anything to prove our points. They are known as a bad listeners, but if you show them, you know, the expression, one picture, thousand words, if you show them, they will remember it. In today's day and age, with the uh, advance of uh, smartphones and tablets and YouTube, it's changed dramatically. Actually, now it's over 60% of world population is more visual than anything. But to make sure, confirm. When you speak with your customers, when you talk with them, confirm, observe how they react. What's the most positive reaction? Is it from visual ex explanations, from showing them something? or something else. But please, don't make a mistake, you know, the death by PowerPoint mistake. You know, I prepared 84 beautiful slides. Let me show you all of this in 30 minutes. Guess what? Maybe they'll say, no, forget about it. Let's just talk about it. So that's your second E. It stands for the ear or auditory representation, where we try to listen for words like a hear, clear, music, a rhythm, loud, sound, tell, Tell me more, tell me more. And they use also phrases like a clearly expressed, colon, 
uh, rings a bell to tell you the truth. It's the power of speech. I hear you loud and clear. I hear you. Versus first group was, I see what you're saying. Right? I hear you. So when you hear this kind of expression, there is a pattern of behavior. They'll probably continue on that pattern. And if you want to influence people who are heavy on auditory, you need to talk with them. Talk is not cheap. For them, talk is everything. I have a customer who's actually always, when I call him, we talk for like an hour and a half. And a person I hate for, it's one of my best clients. So what do you do? And so when I was commuting home, driving home, I call him, I'll put him on speakerphone, and we talk and talk and talk. He likes to talk about it. And once he hears everything, that's how he makes decisions. Where if I show him, if I send him slides, PDFs, uh, he will never look at it. He really wants to discuss it. So understand that. And if you want to influence auditory person, they can be persuaded by hearing quotes from satisfied customers to motivate them, tell them what other clients said about you, your products or your services. Even better, if you have an audio recording, send them that. Remember this, they will not read much. So they will, they will read something, but don't expect them to read everything. And use the phone as your main tool of communication if you try to communicate with people remotely. If you use auditory words with an auditory person, it's easier for them to understand because simply they don't need to translate from another system. They just want to talk about that's it. Forget about slides. Forget about anything. Ear to ear conversation, basically, right? Shoulder to shoulder. (laughs) There is a third group and the third E stands for emotion. So we pay attention to words like grasp or handle or feel or rough smooth, slippery, comfortable, hold, hold on, for example, right? Push, heavy. And if you hear the following phrases, then you're talking to a kinesthetic person. It boils down to, comes to grips with, control yourself, uh, get in touch with, hand in hand, hang in there, hold it, hold on, know how, lay cards on the table, pain in the neck, slip my mind, this kind of stuff. Any kind of uh, metaphor where when they cross that bridge, when we come there, it gives a signal it's a kinesthetic more than anything. And they want to be included, involved. They need to touch something. So if you want to influence kinesthetic client of yours, give them something to do, something to touch. Or maybe even send them something. They need to feel things. They need to touch them. They need to pull things apart. In my training sessions, actually, I have guys who just, they want to do the exercise. They want to write it down. They want to be engaged, involved. They're not just observers. They're not just listeners. If, but let me give a quick example. I did a speech in, in, in 2019 in, in Vancouver, uh, British Columbia, Canada. There were 400 people in a room. Visual people, they were in a the back. They were watching the whole room, not just me on stage. They want to observe the whole spiel. Auditory, they came closer and in the first rows and they were listening. I can show them whatever on slides. They don't care. They were watching my mouth moving and they were really paying attention to my words. Third group, kinesthetic, kinesthetic people, they were writing everything down. They want to be engaged. They want to do something. Of course, it's a 30-minute speech, so I cannot engage them much. But they were engaged. They were writing down. They want to be engaged like that. So don't, uh, don't lose this group of people. Good influencers, good salespeople are aware of this. Good politicians also. So why I'm saying all of this? With kinesthetic people, you want to keep them active, giving them printed materials, to read or training materials to hold or anything, but face-to-face is number one for them, if you can. During pandemic, it's hard. Of, it was hard to meet anybody, but you know they need this engagement involvement. Send them something beforehand, if you can. To influence your prospects in general, why I'm actually recording this podcast, is to remind you that your communication needs to be in the preferred representational system of 
other people. If you're not sure what system to use at the beginning, create a message by using a mix of a triple E representation system keywords. Mr. Client, thank you for meeting with us today. In our previous meetings, you told us ABC points. And based on that, uh, we prepared many different things of our engagement, how we can work together. Let me show you what we prepared. In the end, if it feels right, then we can agree on the next possible steps. So cheat sheet, uh, three words that you can, you should use. It's see, hear, and feel. Mix it and observe what's the best reaction. Or you can even ask your customers, hey, you know, where do you want to start? You want to talk about, you want to see something, uh, you know, what, what are your impressions or feelings about uh, what we just proposed? And then observe the best reactions from your customers. Uh, actually, in the resor resources, I'll put the link. Uh, there is a video that talks about uh, what specific words to use to be incredibly, incredibly persuasive. So visit salesiseasy.com. Find this podcast if you're listening to this on any other platform. And then find the resource link uh, to YouTube to show you all the best words that you can use to be incredib incredibly persuasive. So if you want to make some changes in your sales career, you know, let me help you take the first step. I put together a powerful step-by-step -step guided journey into overcoming all the sales obstacles you encounter. And if you follow these steps, you will constantly move forward, improve your sales results, leave fear behind, and unlock your full sales potential. So check the links under resources and, uh, you know, begin your journey. If you have any questions regarding this representational system, I'll be more than happy to answer your questions. Reach out to me via email or on LinkedIn, wherever it's easiest for you, on social media. I'll be more than happy to answer any questions. Just let me know. Thank you for listening. This is Alan Meyer for Sales is Easy Podcast. Electric Acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage, behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for The, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Electric Acid. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together, we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Electric Acid.